0: Hey, this is Adam Green, the director of the Hatchet franchise, and you are listening to the Versus Horror Podcast. Do you know what the most frightening thing in the world is? It's
1: here. I like to dissect girls. Did you know I'm utterly insane?
0: Be afraid. Be
1: very afraid. I'm scared to close my eyes. I'm scared to open them. Death has
0: come to your little town, Sheriff. Don't you blame the movies! Movies don't create psychos! Movies make psychos more
2: creative! Like a phoenix from the ashes, we're rising up, boys. That's it. It's us. The Spooky Boys are back. It's the Versus Horror Podcast. Was that spooky? Probably not. Uh, With me, as usual, are my normal co-hosts.
0: Evil Dice. Oh, Brandon. Hey, what's up?
2: And coming to us virtually through his lavish 1 million dollar studio that we funded just for this comeback, it is none other than
1: Fred D D D E. Freddy.
2: These nuts. What is up? What is up, boys? What's up? It's like uh it's been 6 days since we last sat down and spoke. Six
1: days.
0: It's like we're at our high school reunion yeah, it's been a
1: while
2: yeah it's like it's like we get to see who's the hot one and who's the not one <laughs> and i'm looking at one of them and i'll let you be the judge uh <laughs> he parties <laughs> so it's been a while welcome back this is the versus horror podcast where we take two horror movies uh that share similar similar traits similar thing put them together talk about which one's better and which one can eat a dick uh i'm your host josh brandon freddy um just in case this is your first episode listening because it's been a while and hey uh you might have i don't know you might have seen a link posted and just clicked it to check us out um let's go a little bit about ourselves boys let's let's tell our, our listeners who we are for those of us who do know us uh you know this will be a uh, standard fare. so um let's start with brandon brandon well, who are you? <laughs> Besides the resident grinder user, which, by the way, uh, look him up, Brandon whore on Grindr, uh, Gore on Grinder. The Goer Whore. Who, excuse me, he changed his name since the last time we recorded. Um, tell us who you are, Brandon.
0: Oh, well, I'm Brandon. Grew up in a small mining town. Um, my mom worked in a video store, and I would go walk around the video store, look at all the cover VHS covers. That's the era I was. Braised in. Back in my day. Back in my day. And I would look at all the cool horror covers, you know, Evil Dead. Oh, I hit the mic. Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, and all that stuff. So that's kind of what has kind of sparked my interest in these movies up until I was actually able to watch one, which was actually Friday the 13th, Part 7, The New Blood, when Jason Kane Hodder, the infamous sleeping bag scene, which everybody should know because it's iconic, and... That's what took it off
2: So what you're saying is You're not just Into poser horror You like All the weird stuff
0: I like everything
2: Yeah so Brandon On uh, his Snapchat And his Instagram Will you know For you know Like most people At the end of the day It's like a Tuesday Or they do They get home They have a glass of wine You know You turn on the bachelor or Some shit Now nah, Brandon's watching Like dudes get decapitated And uh Like chainsaws Going up uh, Orifices That should not Be there Uh Brandon. That being said, what is your favorite type of like sub genre?
0: I had a uh, given definitely the slasher.
2: And uh, if you had to pick top three favorite horror movies, just so people know like where you're coming from.
0: Um, Halloween, Nightmare on Elm Street, Evil Dead. Uh, Ouija Two. <laughs> Origin <laughs> of Evil. You
1: pick Evil Dead over Evil Dead Two?
2: Yes. The OG. Wow. The OG.
0: Okay. I.
1: Okay.
0: Yes, Evil Dead 2 has its place, but. It's not on my Dead. fucking
2: list. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Just a fucking poser. <laughs> Sorry, we might say bad words. Uh, Freddy. Yo. Yeah. In, in the in the
1: lavish studio. Uh, I am. Tells, tells. It's nice, by the way. I have a cocktail in my hand right here. Oh, what you got? Especially made by me. It's an old fashioned okay. that I made. There you go. It's probably. I'm getting better and better at making these. That so, is a hard drink
2: to yeah. master. It's a, a easy ingredients. It seems easy. Right. But, yeah, it's, it's very finicky. Like, you got to get it down.
0: I have this nice cold bottle of Clover Valley Purified Drinking Water.
2: Nice. Can't wait to hear you gulp right now. Go ahead, take a drink. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> ASMR. This is an ASMR podcast. Or we listen to Brian <laughs> <laughs> <coughs>
1: oh,
2: Sorry. I don't know what I called you. Freddie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Refresh our memories on our favorite host.
1: Okay. I just recently got married last year. Um, so upcoming in a couple of months, it's gonna be two years. I have a fifteen year old daughter. Two years, right? Really? Um and that it's yeah, can you believe that? Damn. Um just been chilling here in Phoenix. You know, watching we'll get on a show. We'll be like watching show after show, and then we'll get tired of TV shows. Then we'll switch over to movies. Get tired of watching movies. Switch shows. You know, football's almost over. Super Bowl's coming up. So my wife and I yesterday we were like, "What do we do? Do we have to talk to each other on Sundays?"
2: You know. I know it's terrible, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I've been. uh, I'm in the same boat. Football's over. Uh, You know, it's. it is a rough time of year. Uh, there's not really anything to carry me through except for desperation and hope for the next season. Freddie, what's your favorite subgenre of horror?
1: Uh, zombies. Love zombies.
0: Zombos. Mm. Zombos. I'm yep. surprised to hear you say that. Yeah. As long I mean, as I've known yeah. you. So, what are your what is your three favorite zombie movies?
1: Well, I don't It's be funny because my top. Well, I'm curious. My my top
0: three. We'll we'll do your top three of all time of whatever, but what are your favorite zombie movies? I'm just curious Uh, now.
1: I would have to think about that. You know, I I don't really know. Because in my head, I already had what the top three of all time were.
0: Okay, go. Do it.
1: Um, An American Werewolf in London, The Thing, and Evil Dead 2.
2: Oh, we have an Evil Dead and an Evil Dead (laughs) 2.
0: Which you would think it it, it would switch <laughs> because of the cheesy and goofiness that I like. you think I would like Evil Dead 2 more and he would be more into Evil Dead 1. But
2: Now, I've never... I, okay, the thing is awesome, mm-hmm. but I've never seen American Werewolf in London. I saw a part of it. It was, like, on TV. I've seen the, like, transformation thing. Yeah. So yeah. we'll have to do that movie. Yeah. And me, I am, you know, Josh, the one who doesn't... Not really. I'm the one who's roped along into horror uh, against his will. The one who cringes. The one who jumps and scares the entire theater when there's a scary part in a movie. Um, no, I'm just kidding. No, you know when we started out this, I was like horror is like uh, if I had a choice, I wouldn't really you know pick it hmm. or whatever. I mean, yeah, you get like uh, I'll go see the new Conjuring movie and stuff, but like nothing. Wait,
1: Brett, Wait, Josh. Would you choose horror or musicals at this t- at that time?
2: Oh. Probably, ugh, probably horror, <laughs> I don't know. I can't really think of that many good... Like, Sweeney Todd was cool, but that's kind of like a little bit of both. I can't even think of, like, the last... The Like, I like Phantom of the Opera. That was dope. Okay. But, like, eh, I'm not really rushing out. I don't mind them, but it's just not, you know, whatever. Um, But, yeah, I, I'm... Oh, I'll, I'll watch them. But I'm getting... I'm getting... You know, it took me a couple episodes to realize that it's more about, like, the experience in my mind, of, like, watching them with other people than, like, the... I don't want to say the artistry because, like, there's some cool shit, but, like, you know, it's not like... They're not trying to be Spielberg or whatever. Um, right. But I would have to say that my favorite subgenre, I think is probably, like... I don't know, like, what kind of is, like... What is, what, what is Jaws? Like, suspense? Like, monster? Like... I like that where, like, you know there's something but they don't really show it. And it's mm-hmm. more like in your mind type thing. You know what I mean? Well, like thriller? Like, yeah, kind of like thriller. Then
0: you'll love American tank. Wolf in London. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. Right. Yeah,
2: I like that Six the ten. most. Um, I think my top three is probably, even though I hate it, because I think it's still really good as Exorcist. That's really mm-hmm. good. I think Halloween is probably the original one. Not the one that Brandon gushed over two years ago, or three years ago when it first came out. And... I don't know if it's my top three, but I'm just going to say it. Uh, Army of Darkness, just because you guys said one and two. <laughs> I really like the third one. And no, that, I, that was the only one that I really saw uh, for a long time. But I like that one. I love it. The boomstick. Yeah. And like the, the practical effects of like the skeletons and stuff. Those are really cool. Yeah. Um, so there it is, folks. That's who we are. Uh, we'll see you next time. No, just kidding. Um. So it's been, Brandon, you looked this up. When's the last time we recorded?
0: October of 2020 and we did a halloween episode
2: do you remember what what was the movie was it halloween
0: no we uh we just talked about like our favorite halloween movies like growing up and it's kind of like traditional watches type of thing oh
2: okay yeah um so that was uh six days ago so what is no, i'm just kidding two years ago so uh just like the two movies we're talking about later spoiler alert uh we're doing our own little reboot reboot cool Re-sequel? Lego sequel? You picked the, the title. Um, but in that time, just briefly, what have you been up to, Brandon? Besides grinder and OnlyFans.
0: <laughs> oh, just working and working. That's about it. That's all I do. Exciting. Just work and Murder. weekends. I'll kind of go look for new movies at the record stores and see if there's anything that catches my eye. There's a new store that opened called Terra Trader, which I visit. Oh, often, yeah. Tell.
2: And yeah. Talk. T- what? Yeah. What is. Dude, that store seems like super unique. You should talk about that. What is that?
0: Yeah. So it's basically a store that. <coughs> um, it's like. Think of it as like a store. At, let's just say you're an artist and you do paintings and you make. Figures and all this stuff, where you can actually take your stuff to them and they put you on like a contract to where they sell your items for you. And they've done a lot of, you know, just different things. They'll bring in oddity stuff, so like real human skeletons, skulls, cursed dolls, cursed objects. So it's and like
2: Ripley's Believe It or Not. Better, <laughs> but yeah. this it's that? fucking real,
0: Chandler. Alma School and, and Elliot. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. The owners really, owners are really fucking cool, actually. And it's kind of, it's it's open year round, which that's really unheard of nowadays, at least in Arizona, to have a year round horse store that's open. And it's actually really cool. A lot of people, you know, just kind of they'll see a shirt you're wearing, and you just kind of spark conversation. I've actually met quite a few people that I've been hanging out with recently, just through that store. So know,
2: hold so. on a minute. You're telling me you go out in public and actually talk to people. And that story, yes. <laughs> Can you believe that, Freddie? He actually talks to people? No, no. It's not like a glory hole situation. Me and-, <laughs> Me and Brandon were just talking about this yesterday. He he is basically the... Uh, what's his name in Home Alone? The snow shoveler guy?
0: The South Bend Shovel Slayer.
2: Yeah, he's the South Bend Shovel Slayer <laughs> of his neighborhood. I sw- Dude, I went with him to his his neighborhood to move a couch. And, like, you could see the fucking kids on their bikes stop when we drove by and turn their head and just be like they had that look like oh fuck he's home
0: i'm the clopex yeah.
2: and and it's funny because because they saw they saw they saw someone else with you and that was even i think yeah. see i think that kind of softened your image though cuz we talked about this because after that they seem to be like, oh, he's kind of okay.
0: Yeah, we'll wave I wave to him. Legit, people started talking to me. They're like coming up to me, like, "Oh, hi, how are you?" And I'm like, "God damn it, Joe!" Because
2: they saw that somebody went into your house and walked out alive. Right. <laughs> so there's that. I guess. Freddie, what about you? What have you been up to?
1: Um, you know, not only you know working a lot. Every six weeks, the wife and I will go somewhere. You know, we went to Tennessee, oh. Nashville. To Houston, we're gonna go to LA this weekend because my wife's team is the Rams. Oh, uh, so we're gonna be. Oh, uh, I know, I know. Um, so we're gonna be in the area, Inglewood, and so she could like take it all in. Up. That's and, cool. Yeah. So how do you? So pick, yeah, every you, six weeks.
2: How do you pick where you're going next? You just
1: we talk about it. You know, sometimes she'll be like, "I want to visit this," I'm okay, or whatever. You know, I've never been here. She's like, "You've never been there. We gotta go." You know. So that's cool go there how long how long are yeah. your trips they're like three to four maybe four days we figured three days is like a good sweet spot you know because we were yeah. we were in nashville for like five days and we're like oh this is taking forever i just want to go home already <laughs> you know
2: yeah i guess it depends on the place like what do you usually have like an itinerary yeah. you want to do or like you just kind of go on? yeah I'm,
1: I'm pretty like so i try to do both like a, the touristy things so we get that our system and like, like under the radar stuff, you know? So like when we went to Nashville, um, we went to like Jack White's bar, mm. um, which was super cool. And we missed him by one day, which I was really like bummed out about. Oh, he was, he but it's he's there a lot. Key. Yeah. I guess like he's there a lot. And like the lady like pointed up, she's like, that's his office. He's here every day. Oh, wow. You know, that's so cool. Like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, so yeah, yeah. I, I'll have like a breakdown of, Um, where I want to go and eat, especially eating. I always get a tattoo of the food on my arm, you know, so I have like a Nashville hot chicken on my arm.
0: I I take it you get them done in the city that you're in? Yeah, I get them done in the
2: city, yeah. Yeah. He's like, no, he comes back here and (laughs) supports local
0: artists.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's that's kind of what I've been up to, you know, and and we have the kid full-time now, you know, that's been interesting. So we're going to take her to see Foo Fighters. She's never been to a concert. So this will be our first concert coming up
2: Speaking of Foo Fighters, I got that
1: movie coming out this month
0: I know, I'm so excited
1: Hopefully it's good I'm seeing it with Brandon, hopefully if he doesn't cancel on me
0: Don't don't even Because he's a classic
1: introverted millennial I know, he never never answers his phone Hey,
0: remember, remember I text back
2: Oh yeah, shots fired Oh (laughs) Well that's dope Um, Josh,
0: you are more than welcome of course No, maybe Yeah, thanks tfti
2: uh sick. that's an afterthought invite in the
0: yeah. sick invite
2: in the uh in the time that we have been gone i had another kid i mean not personally what
1: are you serious
2: yeah we Did had not know that we had a second kid no oh yeah wow she is three months so recent yeah another girl so i got two girls uh okay. my paternity leave ends this week sadly so there's that um i've been what's, on a, it, what's a, her name we named her olivia so i got okay. adelaide and olivia so this not one is completely fan. different than the first one she's yeah. like super grumpy and doesn't like me to hold her except for she likes my yeah. wife to hold her but not me um so maybe, you're not so, talking about
1: brandon
2: are you no well <laughs> brandon's the other way brandon's grumpy because he doesn't want my wife to hold me brandon wants to be the oh, one to good. hold me so uh, it's a little opposite right. we
0: feud. yeah
2: yeah, any, yeah anytime we're going somewhere he always texts me is she going in all caps
1: i was there first josh
2: that's right he's my one he's my only my one true love he's the one that's stopping me from lighting the black flame candle do you know that's from no hoax pocus oh i haven't seen that bro one. you're not a horror fan you don't know hocus pocus Just Just kidding. uh so yeah josh, but,
1: congratulations yeah that's thanks awesome.
2: thanks uh so there's that, and then other than that, yeah, just kind of hanging out, not doing much. I mean, I did have uh, Cardinals season tickets this year; that was cool. So I went to football games oh, a lot. Wow. So that's that. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's get into it, boys. Uh, we've been gone a while, let's but get into. Uh, so have certain uh, franchises, treasured franchises. Uh, as Brandon spoke earlier when he talked about all the VHS movies he used to watch, because he is a boomer. Um. You know, you got Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, even uh, Child's Play. But no, we're talking about the one of the OG horror mans himself, Mr. John Carpenter. That's right. Halloween has come back. Now, it's not technically the reboot, because that was the That uh, that was the 2020, the the 20, 2019? 20, 2018. Jesus, 20, four years ago? I know. What it's the curious. fuck? uh that's the true reboot but this one halloween kills uh has come out last year right yep okay got that one right uh and then randomly i don't know about you but it seems like it's random for me uh another horror guy another horror og Wes craven he had a a a little franchise in the 90s 2000s called scream and that just came back out of the blue why did they randomly bring one back
0: because I think they saw the success of what Halloween was doing.
2: Ah, inside. makes sense. Makes now, sense. that Scream is fresh, fresh out of the camera. That 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 just came out, what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago?
0: The 14th of January.
2: So this is Scream 5. five. Right. But it's just called?
0: 5 Cream. <laughs> is, it, <laughs> is it really? So when they first announced that they were That's how they making did it? Scream, so that, that they... Replace the S with, with the, the five, number five yeah. and five cream was where stupid,
2: but but the, the actual title is Scream, just scream, yep, the same as the first movie, which is also called <laughs> scream. scream. Now, likewise, Halloween when it came back, its actual title was Halloween, Halloween <laughs> and the original movie was also called. Halloween
0: We <laughs> were okay. talking about this
2: Now funny. if that's not confusing I don't know what the fuck is But this week we're talking about Scream Parentheses 5 And Halloween Kills On this reboot yeah. episode of Versus 4 Brandon uh, What are your thoughts on both Wait, these Wait Josh Josh
1: you, You've seen both of these?
2: Yep I've seen both of them Okay uh, So we're
1: doing, we're doing spoilers Right off the gate. That's
2: a good. Th- yeah, that's uh, yeah. uh. Let's do that. Let's uh. This is a spoiler warning. So if you haven't seen Five Cream or Halloween Kills, just know that we're gonna be getting into it because uh, why not? Let's. We gotta compare them. We gotta. We gotta get our roll up our sleeves, get our elbows dirty, uh, or Let, in Brandon's case, his knees. But we're gonna get dirty on these. What were you gonna say, Brandon?
0: Let, let's start with this, just so we have this set in mind as to what the world thought of these, Scream. Opening box office was one point eight three million.
2: Hold on, turn your phone around to this camera. Show this. Mu- show this, this. Show this motherfucker. Look at all these notes he's got. I don't know you can't probably see it, but yeah, it's like five it. pages of notes wow. on his phone. Wow. wow. Sorry to interrupt. Wait,
1: the new screen made
0: one what million? One oh That's that's what I've read. Really? So, yeah. Wow. Okay. IMDb uh, seven point one out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes, um, seventy-eight, and the audience <laughs> fucking ate Rotten Tomatoes. And the audience, eighty-two uh, percent.
2: The audience gave it eighty-two. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay.
0: Halloween Kills. Uh, oh yeah, and Scream has a total kill count of eight. Whopping. Halloween Kills um, box office one thirty-one point six million. Really? I, yep. Huh. IMBD is five point six out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes was a 40. Audience gave it a 66.
2: That's interesting. This is kind of hard, though, because it's like during this time, you have to take into account when Halloween Kills came out, like what the current surge of coronavirus was. Yeah. And the current, I guess not really current surge, but like the people's thoughts on what variant was out when Scream came out. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I'm surprised that Halloween Kills is only 131 compared to Scream is 108.
1: Also, you got to take into account that Scream isn't on video yet, you know, like yeah, on streaming devices. So oh, that is true. That when could change a lot when more people review it. Yeah,
2: right? that, there is yeah. a caveat there. Halloween Kills came out same day and date on Peacock. If you had like, yeah. a subscription to Peacock, you'd watch it on there. Scream, you have to right. go drag your ass down to the local Cinemark or Harkins. Did we only have one Cinemark here, I think. I don't know why I said Cinemark. I've never even been there <laughs> uh, and and see that. So that's interesting. And
0: Halloween kills has a kill count of thirty-four. Jeez. Damn. Damn. Wow.
2: Damn. Spare no time on there. Uh Brandon, let me ask you a question. Did evil die tonight? What do you think about Halloween Kills? It
0: almost died tonight. (laughs) Dude, I randomly, I could be anywhere, and I'm just going, evil dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. Evil. I'm trying to ramp myself up to do something. I'm just like, evil dies tonight. Yeah. So what do I think of Halloween Kills? Yeah. I was so amped for this movie. As you guys know, I I did not like the 2018 movie. Wait, Brandon,
1: Brandon. Put away your penis first,
0: okay? Jeez. <laughs> He's got a slow
1: jack going. Hold on, hold on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. It went back in its shell there, sorry. Okay. Um, sorry, <laughs> Josh got the visual, bro. Oh, I saw
1: it. Oh, I got wow. a good angle.
0: <laughs> nice. Um, As you guys know, it took me like three times to actually like the last movie. Then once I actually liked it, I was all on board with the directing and the writing and everything. So I'm thinking Halloween Kills is going to be amazing. I'm all for it. So delayed a year. It's supposed to come out in 2020. So we had to wait a whole full year to actually see the movie. I'm going to say, I guess, because I've seen it three times, uh, once in the theater and then twice out of it. I'm going to say coming out of it, day one, I, I shouldn't say that I was fully disappointed because I wasn't, but I think I was taken back on basically, I guess, how they portrayed Lori in this movie. I was expecting to see more from her and her and Michael action kind of going on. Then, once the movie was basically about halfway through, I keep bumping the microphone. Um, as I'm like, okay, this is obviously more about. Michael in the town than it is Michael and Lori. And so once I kind of came to understanding that, I'm like, okay, maybe I'm okay with this, but I think everybody's problem with this is Michael C. Hall's overacting. Oh God. He was cringe and not in a good way. I, I was so happy when he got his head bashed in with a baseball bat.
2: <laughs> it's funny. Uh, if you if you just change Lori with Luke, that's exactly how I feel about Last Jedi. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Freddie, what do you think about Howling Kills? You know, I think the problem with this movie... Actually, I actually liked it. And I've only seen it once, though. So, um, But the problem with what you're saying, Brandon, with the Michael C. Hall stuff is... Nowadays movies, the, the subtext is the text, you know? So like the angry mob, you could consider it Twitter or any social media or any of the, you know, protests that are going on. So it's like, you kind of roll your eyes at that because there's no escape, you know? Because mm-hmm. there's no like you trying to read into the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, my one quibble with the movie is where she could have killed him you know, and she didn't. And I get it. I know they wrote a trilogy, but why write that in, you know, where, like, she could have just chopped off his head or whatever. Who? But um, what's her name? Judy Greer, right? Karen. She was in the stairs. Is Karen. that her name, Karen?
0: Karen? Yeah. Yeah. Are you talking about at the end when she stuck yeah. him with the pit? Okay, yeah. got it, got it. Yeah, Yeah, that one head stomp, I was expecting her to do it multiple times, you know, to start, like, beating his head.
2: <laughs> yeah, I feel like there's a lot of points where – like when he's getting the shit, well, like when the mob is around him, kind of. I I don't know. Like,
1: where he's John Wick at the end, where yeah. he's beating everybody up. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I I so I've seen it twice. I saw it in theaters, and we saw it, or I watched it Saturday with Amber again. Um, and it was funny because like going into it the first time, it's like okay, it, yeah. So coming off of the, the, the actual Halloween twenty eighteen is what mm-hmm. you said. Uh, I liked it. I thought it was cool. I, I like the original Halloween. I like it a lot. I've never seen any of the sequel ones. That's the thing. I've always seen like the first of like the um franchises like th- Friday the thirteenth, you know, Nightmare I've of the
1: Caribbean, Transformers, Right, Star Wars, <laughs> Jurassic Park, <and> <laughs> Jaws.
2: <laughs> I've never well actually I started at Jaws 3D. I went hard.
1: Gremlins.
2: <laughs> Gremlins, the Those new badge, baby. And,
1: and, Indiana Jones. Sorry, I'm going to keep critters. Going. Yeah. Um Critters.
2: Um But uh, yeah, so I liked it. Guys I didn't I didn't have all these extra like movies that they just threw out that I was like tied to. Um so going into Halloween Kills, the first time I was like, Yeah, this is this is cool. And then the whole time Brandon leading up to it is like, oh my god, I so saw there's like a scene with firefighters and they want to take it out. It's gonna be so fucking metal and it's gonna be And so I was like getting hyped for it. So we watched it. And I walked out, I remember walking out and being like, eh, it's good. Hmm. But watching it again the other night to like get ready for this, I was like, mm, maybe it's not so good. I don't know. I I like, I agree with the, is it Michael or Anthony? Michael Hall? Michael, Michael C. Hall? C. Hall. Yeah. Right. So that character is like insanely, like, there's, it's, right. you know, he's just, He's that guy. He's not... Like, there's no subtext or nothing. It's just like, he's just a crazy dude. Um, I thought there's, like... Logically, there's just, like, a lot of weird points where there's a scene where Michael is busting out of the house pretty early on, and there's, like, firefighters there. They're trying Mm -hmm. to put the fire out. And they all decide to, like, attack him one-on-one as he's just straight-up murdering all their friends. And Mm -hmm. it's just like... So just... Thinking about it logically, this dude goes up to Michael with, like, a a circular saw. And he's like, I think I can kill this dude. Michael turns it on him and, like, saws the the firefighter. Meanwhile, his buddy is watching and is like, I think I could beat him. And then as soon as his friend dies with a circular saw, this guy walks up and he's like, I'm going to try and kill him with my pickaxe. It's just weird. If you think about it, like, these firefighters are all in a circle watching Michael one, like, one at a time kill their buddies and being like well i guess it's my turn i'm gonna go and then they get murdered uh i don't know there's like a weird there's just weird things like that or like the old people when michael goes in there and i don't know I i just feel like there's a lot of like in in a lot of horror movies that that i think are good there's like you could see how people could be caught up in the moment and do stupid things but in this one it just seems like all the characters were doing stupid things because that's what the script said mm-hmm. like big john little john. i
1: hundred percent i i i agree with you a part of me thinks um, uh, well the reason i like all the killings it's because we've never seen michael unleashed like that you know mm-hmm. which is kind of cool yeah um but i have to like a lot of people who like the new matrix movie because i didn't but a lot of people say like 10 years from now, 20 years from now, we'll appreciate the new Matrix movie because it's ahead of its game. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to believe that David Gordon Green and Danny McBride are smarter than what we saw in this movie. So they're trying to, maybe they're pulling some tropes from like early horror movies where you're screaming at the screen, like, don't go in there, why are you doing that? And maybe it'll pay off for the third one. And maybe that's me giving them way too much credit you know but they are two smart guys it's like why would they do all those inconsistent things you know yeah i I
2: agree with you because i think if you compare this movie with the first halloween movie they did tonally it just feels different like even like even the way it's shot like i was making a joke when i was watching it here at my house but like if you watch it again like Eight shots out of ten is like a zoom. It's like slowly zooming in, slowly zooming right. in, slowly zooming. It's just weird compared to the first one because the first one, I remember Brandon getting excited for it, and you saying like how much they like were fans and like because I remember when they announced Danny McBride was like writing it, people are like, "What? That's the Eastbound and Down guy? Like mm-hmm. he's going to do <laughs> horror?" But right. but you could tell like they really liked it and they took care and they really like kept the mythos of, like, the character, I thought, not having seen the other whatever, but from the original Halloween, it felt, like, consistent. But this one just seems like, and I will say, like Freddie said, it's cool to see him, like, just fucking go ham on everybody. Mm -hmm. But I just wish they could have done it a little bit smarter. I don't know. But, yeah, like you said, like, I could could buy that. Like, maybe they're trying to, like, make fun of stuff like that. But just from the first movie, it, it just seems like they, I don't know,
1: Yeah, because I think the first their first movie, a lot of true horror fans probably didn't like it. They were probably viewed as slow or that's not Mike Myers, whatever fans get angry about, you know. Brandon. And so it's like they're trying to usher in a new wave of horror. So with this one, I think it's really commentating on what horror fans like. And it's like well, yeah, you like all the blood and gore stuff, but you overlook all the stupid stuff that happens in movies. Yeah. For some reason you you turn you become dumb with that, you know. So I, I think they're trying to mess with and but like I said, maybe that's me giving them away too much well,
0: credit. And that's
1: and I think in the third one, they they're gonna try to combine what they really are trying to go for.
0: Yeah. Setting up the, the big finale for sure. But like <clears throat> after like I said, I've seen it three times. And after watching it two more times, I've actually kind of grown to appreciate it more and kind of what you guys were saying. I think it's going to age well where we can look back on it in a few years or 10 years. But, man, I don't know why. You know, I talk so much shit about this movie, but now that I'm watching it, I understand kind of what's happening and I kind of I can get over the little nitpick stuff that I, you know, complained about when I watched it the first time because watching it. Obviously, yeah, the, the whole Evil Dice Tonight chant stuff. I mean, one time would have been good, just once. You know, we get we we got Lori saying it in the trailer, which she doesn't say it in the movie after all. And Josh made a good point that it was Marion Chambers that originally had said Evil Dice Tonight. But, you know, and you know, Michael C. Hall, like, I was kind of paying attention to his character more, and I'm kind of like, is it just me or is, is he just way too cringy? And I feel like he's like that. Middle-aged white dude who's the protector of Haddonfield, and he's just overly aggressive in everything he does. Even in a scene where nothing's going on, he just is just like so pissed off, you know? And then I'm thinking, well, maybe he just cares about his town. (laughs) It just seems like,
2: it seems like. That dude saw a spotlight and he's like, I'm going to step in that spotlight.
0: Yeah. And he like, it, 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 oh, my God. I'm just like, and I, I want to like it. I, I want to like him so much, but I, I can't. I, I'm just like, fast forward. But, but right. I think
1: that's the point. That's the internet troll that keeps getting likes and fans and retweets. You know? Yeah. It just, he, They won't go away. You know, people keep watching them. Love or hate it, people keep watching them internet trolls yeah you know, i like to them well, well, them. you know
2: i agree with what freddy said with the mob and i think you know the evil dies tonight chant is like you know you look at the political climate of what we're in today and that's kind of what it's it commenting yeah. on but i just feel like it's just so like beating you over the head it's just so like it's just too uh i don't know obvious i guess like there's just no subtlety to it it's just like okay i get it like and right. and the chanting is like okay yeah. dude i get it whatever because, you know, they're, even in the movie, they're going after a fake Michael Myers on a you know a witch hunt, mm-hmm. which happens all the time now when people get canceled or they are a wrong political parties, you know, like that kind of stuff happens all the time. I don't want to get too far into Halloween, though, because we should talk about Scream before we get, you know, mm-hmm. a little too far down the rabbit hole. But uh, Freddie, what did you think of the latest Five Cream, a.k.a.
1: Scream? Um, this is going to be a first, but I still don't know. <laughs> um, I've read a lot of articles on it I, I've i only seen it the one time There's some things I really love about it And then there's some things I Not that I hate But I just like I don't like it Like a lot, you know So I'm really struggling with this movie And maybe because I, I really love the first one so much And it's different from Halloween Which I do love the first Halloween but with those movies, with all the sequels in Halloween, there's a clear like none of them even touch the first one. You know, with Scream, you could debate maybe the fourth one is good or it's neck and neck and all these things, you know. But with this one, I'm just like, I, I, I don't know, you know, and I know that's a cop out. But that's what I think about.
2: Well, that's an interesting Scream. point about Halloween, because I feel that way about a lot of the like Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street. It seems like that's that's partially why I haven't seen all the sequels because I'm like, right. Yeah. Eh, do I really want to watch Friday the 13th part eight or, you know, yes. but scream, I, was, I have heard that that, was, that screams are equally like jockeying for the best. Way. Right.
1: And, and with all those like franchises, I mean, you don't even have to do horror, but any of those friends back then, it's like, all you did was rent VHS and you would just watch the next one. Nowadays, if, uh, a horror franchise starts or whatever franchise you're just like eh, i'm good after the first one right you know like because you have other things to do other shows other movies other things to keep, to keep you occupied you know
2: brandon what do you think of five cream i'm gonna call that from now on it's awesome cream. Uh,
0: i saw it twice i saw it the first time with freppy and then i saw the second time with you um yeah. last weekend and you now, know, we should
2: say disclaimer, the second time you were preoccupied, there was a hole in the popcorn bucket. Go ahead.
0: And there was a hole in my drink cup as well. Um, there was? I missed that one. <laughs> so after we watched it the, the, the first time with Freddy, the I, I really liked the opening scene. And after watching the whole movie, the opening scene, however long it was, was the most part of the movie that felt like a scream movie to me, you know, as soon as it started and they, they ghost face calls and she's talking to him. I'm like, wow, this, this is already better. than I kind of was, was expecting it to be. And then gradually as it went on, I just lost interest in characters and story. And I feel like it didn't make a whole lot of sense. And I feel like they, they, they had these legacy characters, you know, they had Dewey, Gail, Sydney, They well, I guess Judy isn't a legacy character, but they brought her back. They brought Martha back, Randy's sister, and they don't—they didn't really Dewey was really the only one they did something with. You know, I felt like you know Sydney was there in the beginning a little bit, and then we saw a snippet of Gale on the TV, but then they didn't really show up till almost the third act. And I felt like Judy was there, and then she just dies, and then Dewey. I think should have been a more impactful kill, but he was killed one-on-one in a hospital. And I think because Dewey's legacy character and probably my favorite of all the legacy characters. So I felt that I should have been crying for him or at least kind of bummed out. They killed him off and I was just kind of like, Oh, well that sucks. You know, I felt that it would have been a lot more impactful that if he was killed in front of Gail or with Sydney, or, you know what I mean? To where they made it seem like they were trying to help him and they couldn't. And I, I, I just didn't like how they just kill him off in a hospital and they mentioned it twice the rest of the movie that he was killed off. And that was it. So I just, I just could not get into this movie.
2: You, I'm sorry. Were you saying Dewey or Han Solo? Dewey.
1: Okay. It's a little confusing. And that,
0: that's crazy. Cause I would tell people like with Ghostbusters
1: after life and the new screen movie, it's like, well, if you like Force Awakens, you'd like this, you know? But for some reason, Abrams just knew how to, like, make you connected to the characters, you know? So when Hansel dies in Force Awakens, it's like, it's a gut punch, you know? And this, with Dewey, he's a legacy character, and like Brandon said, you're just like, all right, he's dead. Like, you didn't give me any emotional connection to him, you know?
2: I, uh, I've only seen the first Scream. And I thought it was cool. Uh, I like, I don't know, for whatever reason, I, I generally tend to not like 90s movies. I just feel like the pacing's weird on a lot of them.
0: They're shot weird. They yeah, they're just like, there. they just
2: feel like, I don't know. Maybe it's because I grew up during the time, but I just remember being like, these movies suck. I don't know. Uh, I'm a, I'm Are you a, watching Pam and
1: Tommy? No, what is that? The Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee sex tape that got released. Oh, yeah. So Hulu. It's oh, is that Seth out? Rogan.
2: I've heard about yeah, it. Yeah, it's out. Okay
1: yeah is it good anyways i'm enjoying it yeah because you live through it you know in the 90s true um
2: but i i agree with you brandon i thought the opening scene was cool i was like oh this is kind of cool how they're like doing the scream thing uh again but like modern Mm -hmm. i didn't think it felt like it was the thing is like doing there's so many reboots and shit now the thing is like It's so easy, I think, to do a reboot, but at the same time, just do the same thing as the first, but just change names or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I felt like the opening scene was different enough where it was more of like an homage, like updated version than like a just complete redo. Uh, So I was like, from the beginning, I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. I'm excited for this. Uh, (laughs) But then the rest (laughs) of the movie happened. And the... the and. We did do New Nightmare, right? So I have seen that yeah. another Wes Craven movie. Mm. And that one is a very meta like type movie. Yeah. I feel like this one reminded me of that movie a lot because they keep talking about what's the fake the, the fake scream in the movie? Stab. Yeah, Stab. They keep the way they keep talking about Stab and like, well this happens in Stab and, and I'm like, okay, this is a little too like it it, it crossed that line of being like original but like re original but the same where to me like it just, the new
1: matrix yeah
2: yeah exactly that's what i was trying to tell brandon he, he hadn't seen it but it felt like that like it was just yeah i don't know it was too much i i,
1: I, th- I think i think what you're trying to say and you could correct me if i'm wrong but scream the original was ahead of its time and then it seems like this one is like behind of its time because We've already seen all that. You know, yeah, it's like, you're commentating on things that already happened. You it's know? like
2: it's trying to recapture the lightning that it did in 1990. When
0: did it come
2: out? Four? Five? What? Scream? Yeah. 96. Damn, 06? Mm. Look at that. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, the main thing, I'm just going to say, I think this movie's terrible. I, I didn't like it at all. The thing I was telling Brandon about is that. This is what I think. What it tries to do is, in the beginning, it shows you the girl, right? Whatever her name is, the girl that gets stabbed and Tara. Okay, yeah. it shows you her and all her friends, right? And then they make a point to say, "Well, always look at the friends when you, you know, when you are oh, killer." Oh, that's Sam.
0: The Sam. Sorry, I'm okay, talking about the whatever. opening scene. Yeah,
2: but those friends you see sitting on picnic tables outside the school, which felt very '90s, doesn't feel like a 2020 high school where kids are like. Tick, like, Brandon right now, texting and TikToking and grinding.
0: No, just, it's a motherfucker. I'm fucking you.
2: <laughs> it, it just fell out of place. But those kids who, they make a, a point to say, like, always look at the kids. It seems like you don't really connect with their characters at all. They kind of disappear mm-hmm. from, like, the end of Act 1 to Act 3 when they show up again. There is a couple scenes where the that one girl who's a big Stab fan goes over the rules established by yeah. Stab or whatever. Like, that's a scene with them. But... I don't really feel any like connection to them because they kind of disappear it, it, it instead focuses on tara i think you said tara yeah and her sister and uh and dennis quaid's son um for a majority of it and then they bring in dewey now that's cool but i feel like at the end of the movie when they all start getting killed and like i'm just like i don't even remember what this dude's name is i, I still can't tell you what the yeah. there's yeah. a football player there's a, a weird, creepy goth girl or something.
0: Mason was his name.
2: Yeah, like uh, I, I don't feel like the original movie Scream. Like I remember Shaggy. I remember, I, I remember all the characters more than this one because I feel like this one. As they he just, says,
0: Shaggy. Well, <laughs> I remember all the characters. I'm not going names.
2: <laughs> but I, 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 rem, I remember them right. But like this one, they just not memorable. They just seem like archetypes that are there when they need to, when they need to be, and they lean more on like, hey, remember. Um, Remember uh, David Arquette? Hey, remember uh, Monica from Friends? I can't remember her name, even though Gordon I'm saying. Cox yeah
0: Cox or Gail in the movie. Yeah,
2: yeah it's just, I don't know. I just feel like it's a mess. Like, it, it just, the writing is really off to me. Yeah, and
0: then the, the guy, I think his name was Vince, the guy that.
2: That's the football guy.
0: No, Vince was the guy that was like the, the psychopathic. Stalker that he where where he goes oh it's trying to introduce him to Hobbs and Shaw you know the guy with the mustache that had like the cool car oh and it's like he he's there for that that scene and then he shows up in the bar and he gets kicked out and then he's outside peeing then he gets killed so it's like what's the point honestly
2: honestly Brandon. I completely forgot about that character. See, that's what I'm saying. I did it's not like, even remember that what, guy. Yeah. What's
0: the point of that guy because, even being in the movie? No, but
2: you're 100% right. They uh, they made a big point of it at the high school when they're all sitting on park benches talking in the beginning as they're introducing each character and he like rolls up and you. But I, I, I didn't even forget. I forgot he was in the movie.
0: Yeah. I, I was. I remember him ping now yeah. because you
2: say it. But
1: the, the deal for me about this movie too, it's like. Um, in concept, it's awesome. It just wasn't well executed. Like, the things that they're commentating on, and it's like, okay, I could get behind that. That's what you want to talk about the movie. Great. You know, with toxic fandom and all that. But then when you actually see it played out, it's like, oh, I don't know if I wanted to see that then, you know, yeah, yeah because you didn't correct, show it to me right.
2: Correct me if I'm wrong, but Scream was big because in the 90s when it came out, it, like, made fun of a lot of the, you know horror quote unquote stereotypes but i feel like this movie was trying to do that a little too hard where but instead it was just like talking about the stuff that it did in the movies because they kept talking about stab stab and stab and stab and stab did this stab did that right and like it didn't like you said freddie it's like it's not ahead of its time it's like why are we even watching this like it's just i don't know it just felt lazy yeah the, the the writing right yeah
0: yeah, and then Skeet S- Ulrich's awful CGI job. That was when, when I first watched it with Freddie, and they did the scene where she's, you know, she almost gets attacked in the hospital, and then she's standing in the mirror. They de-young
2: Mark, or they young to fight him or whatever. Yeah, and
0: yeah. he, you know, they he shows up D-H? and he's in the mirror. DH,
2: there you go. De-young? What, what, yeah. what is that?
0: <laughs> and I'm looking at him, and I look at Freddie, I'm like, is that really Skeet Ulrich? And he's like, yeah, it's just CGI. And I'm like, that is terrible. It looked like. They just got like a lookalike and kind of stuck them in there, and then after I watched the movie, yeah.
1: But but to be fair, it's like it's like the, the studio didn't put probably put a lot of money into it, you know. Yeah, but I not I'm, not that I'm for de aging, but it could look good when there's money behind it, you know. Yeah, but the, um, I Disney.
0: I saw a photo of him after the movie was released of Skeet Ulrich on set where he's not, and he he looks better in the photo than they what they did to him in the movie you know just a clean shave and he you know, had right. the blood and his hair was you know it had the 90s yeah. what's that called the 90s uh yeah you know i'm talking about the yeah the part down the middle type of thing and i'm just like why like ugh, it was just and i i i'm still i i'm cool with having her being his daughter but i'm thinking the well, main the
2: main character yeah, same i can't remember sam okay
0: so I'm thinking, well, there there were two killers in the first movie. So I'm feeling like, man, Stu. That is a big twist. Has to be involved with this. Just I feel like well, there was two of them, you know. They were at his house. Yeah, they were at his house. <laughs> That's about it. But actually, Matthew Lillard was a part of this movie. Really? I, I found this out. There was another podcast called The Thing with Two Heads, which is Christopher Nelson, who does the effects for Halloween Kills <laughs> and Halloween and Kill Bill, and he's done a lot of work. And he does it with a guy named Sean Clark, who is actually Matthew Lillard's agent for conventions. And he confirmed this on the podcast. You know when they were watching Stab 8 and the, he had the flamethrower? at the Toward the end of the movie? Yeah, where they showed just the where he was watching all the Stab movies. Yeah. And they were like, oh, this is Stab 8. And he's like, yeah, this movie's bad. Matthew Lillard is voicing Ghostface in the Stab movie that they're watching. Oh. So he is a part of it Ooh. a little yeah, bit, a little, early, but yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. And I was hoping because this movie was just so bad at the end of the movie, I nudged Freddie. I'm like, I feel like something else is going to happen because they've they've gone so back and forth. Thought, oh, this is a killer. This is a killer. Oh, this is a killer. I'm thinking, God, if Matthew Lord's in this, he's going to be the ambulance driver, or he's going to be a paramedic. Something where they're going to close the door on the on the ambulance to give us a little like, oh shit. He's alive, and they drive off. But I was kind of disappointed they didn't do that. But well, he died. Yeah. Well, so did. But having a TV dropped on your head doesn't necessarily mean you're going to die. No, nah,
2: he definitely mean
0: In the '90s, bro, those TVs are like 200 pounds. Oh, come on, Michael Myers he, survived a fire. You know he what? Cool.
2: Speaking of the kill, or speaking of the end, we're talking but about. But he's these pure killers, evil,
0: Brent. Well, but not saying that he has to come back as Stu Mocker, just as maybe just as like a cameo.
2: You know what? I you think know, like, I think up until the third act, I was kind of okay with it. But when the third act happens and all these people randomly start dying and I don't really care about them. Yeah. And then when they reveal who the killers are cuz Brandon kept turning to me and he's like, "Who do you think the killers are?" I'm like,
1: "I, I can't <laughs> even fucking
2: tell you the name of the characters." But when they reveal it's it's young Dennis Quaid and the the her friend Amber, I think is her name.
0: Yeah.
2: I was like, "Yeah. What Okay, so they just know
0: each other. And, it was very uneventful. Yeah. I thought, they, well,
2: there's just it just felt random. Like it didn't feel like there was. They never really set up. Like, well, maybe they knew each other, or maybe they, you know, I don't know. It just felt forced and lazy and, mm-hmm. uh, thinly.
1: Like yeah, it. It like- yeah, and, and it, it makes me it makes me mad because Brendan and I, the screening we went to, they had like a Q and A afterwards. Oh, really? And yeah. Kevin Willi- yeah, Kevin Williamson had said like Wes would have been proud of this. I'm proud of this movie. And I'm—I just think of the scene from Jay and Silent Ball where Gus Van Sant's counting his Goodwill Hunting mat money, and he just tells Ben Affleck, "Like I'm busy, Ben. I'm busy," because he's just <laughs> counting his money, you know. And I'm like, "That's what Kevin Williamson is doing." Because there's no way you could be proud of this with something amazing you created back in the '90s, and out at, of at three out of four sequels are pretty good, you know. That's not bad and then this one you're calling it like oh West would have been proud I don't think West would have been proud of this
0: one. No. And going into it I'm thinking all right there's no way I don't I don't care there's not a director that is directing movies right now or has been that can top Wes Craven. I'm not talking about the OGs, I'm just talking guys that are making movies now. So I I got that out of my head I'm like all right this is not going to be anything like what Wes is capable of. I have to accept that. And you know they had that awesome little they didn't even show trailers. They showed that behind the scenes of them making the first movie, which I got teary eyed. I fucking love Wes Craven. Yeah. I love Nightmare on Elm Street. And then the you know the the ending was like for Wes, and I just kind of like I'm like I thought like he would be rolling in his grave, like to to build this up like we're doing this for Wes, we're doing this for Wes, it's for Wes. And I'm like, god damn, dude. Like I I would feel shitty if yeah. I, made I mean, that movie. Like, I mean, yeah, because
1: because I, I believe I believe Wes would have been like do your own thing, you know, do your, be your own voice. You know, I think he would have supported that instead of trying to emulate him. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
1: They might've had good
0: intentions,
2: but I just feel like it, I was talking to Brandon yesterday. I was like, you know, with these reboot things, it's like, like kind of what you said, Freddie, it's like, if you want to like scream was original, right? It came Mm -hmm. out, it was the first of its kind, obviously. Well, first of its uh, franchise, obviously scream one, but like, it introduced a new killer it introduced new things it also like made fun of the genre kind of in a loving way you know like why don't you do that for the modern time 2022 right why do you have yeah. to lean on i know why because of money there's a there's a brand attachment there but it's like just make a make scream for now don't make scream literal literal scream for now you know what i mean like i don't know i just feel like there's right yeah so much you know, like saw in the in the 2000s like that was an original thing that kind of caught on that trying to change things up but like i don't know man it just feels like lately like we're going into this period where it just seems like like ghostbusters halloween scream star Wars, i mean everything is just like even matrix exactly like dude if you were to tell me to me the fourth matrix five years ago i'd be telling you crazy but it seems like everything has to be rebooted and it has to be done the same way where it's like hey remember these guys you like like dude south park hit it on the head member berries you know they show (laughs) the old characters but here's the new characters it just seems like that archetype is like "Mm, maybe not my favorite i guess and maybe not the best but
1: so it's crazy because i think people are i think people are getting tired of this you know, and they, they recognize it, you know, and it's, it's sad to me that scream isn't commentating and it's trying to commentate on it, but it doesn't do it successfully. That's what I'm saying in concept. I bet you when they're talking about like, yeah, that's awesome. But then when they wrote it and shot it, it's like, eh, you didn't know it's, it's not well executed.
2: Yeah. That's, that's the thing that I was thinking of when you were, uh, talking about, You know, Brandon saying how they said, oh, for West, West would love it. I think their intentions are probably good, like Mm -hmm. what Freddie said. But like, I I, I don't know if like somewhere down the line, they just the skill caught up with them and they couldn't like execute or they just were like, you know, we probably just make a lot of money. We probably wouldn't. We could we could make a lot of money if and we don't have to put in that much effort but we can still, like, name drop Wes because, you know, people Yeah, that and, shit and it
1: sucks because these guys are good directors. I really like their other movie, Ready or Not, and yep. the stuff they mm-hmm. did for VHS, you know. They're really good, but I don't know if when you fall into, like, a franchise, you get pigeonholed, you know. Like, do you feel like you have to listen to the studio, or can you, like, buck the system a little bit? I don't know.
2: That's why I thought the, the Halloween movie that they did in 2018 – to me, I thought that was good because I felt tonally it was in line. Obviously not John Carpenter, but it still had that feel, I think. And maybe it was because John Carpenter still did the music, which I forgot to say in Halloween Kills. Even though I think that movie's like, eh, I'm kind of waving my hand like más o menos. Mm. Um, <laughs> The Yeah, uh, Spanish. The music is freaking dope. Like, yeah. it's awesome. Uh, and I think... Maybe that's what Scream is missing, is just like just a little bit of Wes Craven, like, you know, because obviously John Carpenter was like doing the music. He's on directing or nothing like that, but like he's there, you know what I mean? So if they have a question, they can be like, hey, uh,
1: what'd they do? Yeah, this? but Scream's also missing. You know what it's missing? Okay, let's just say it's the exact same movie, but if you're to add one missing element, it's humor. The original Scream had humor. Yeah. This is yeah, like. Yeah, it does kind of take itself nothing. seriously. You know, and
0: that's the thing that. You know, me and Freddie chuckled. I think the only thing that I really kind of was like, ha, that was really funny, was when Wes was telling Dewey basically how much of a loser he is. And Dewey's like, well, you must be the killer, because that cut deep, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like (laughs) that was really the only kind of thing where I I left kind of going, ha, you know, that was kind of funny. But
2: When you talk about the humor, I will say that um, the one thing that I thought that it did do pretty well consistently is that anytime Ghostface was going after someone, he usually got his ass kicked. Yeah.
1: Which I remember right.
2: from the main one and people always made a point of like saying how Ghostface would always like he's not like Michael Myers where he, you know, takes a freaking fluorescent light bulb and shoves it in your neck. He like gets he gets his ass kicked. He, he ends up killing people, but it's kind of that's kind of funny. Yeah. But I'm glad they at least hey. like continued that. Yeah. Yeah. So if you had to pick which franchise I mean Halloween's got a little advantage because it's the second movie. But if you were like, yo, Halloween 3, the th- Halloween, the three cool," or whatever the hell they're going to call it, the next one, <laughs> they, they don't, don't they have a name for it? Ends. Halloween ends? Yep. Yeah, but it won't end because they'll do another yeah, sequel in five or years. So. <laughs> so Halloween ends or Six Scream, Scrix, Scrixm? Hmm? I don't know how you Skrixum. put the number in there. Five Cream, you've been calling it Five Scream. Well, I know, but the sixth one, whatever the hell they're going to call the, They out. already
0: green lit a, a Scream 6. Oh, I'm sure they did. Yeah, yeah of course. Really? So
2: Scream yep. 6 or Halloween, the th- the third cool. Which one are you more excited for
0: going forward? Freddy?
2: He's looking at you.
0: Oh. This isn't Final Thoughts, right? Eh, well, we're wrapping it up. Okay. We're getting there. Honestly, I, feel I mean, like we talked.
2: I feel like we talked enough about each movie that we kind of know our thoughts. So, yeah. Yeah. What what do you think? Final thoughts.
0: Walking out, like I, I felt like, scream in the theater. Nobody was really reacting to it. Nobody was oh ooh, oh shit. You know, it was just it was just quiet both times I saw it with you guys. It was just nobody reacted. It was just kind of maybe a couple chuckles here and there. You know, you can watch the first four movies, and even when you know who the killer is, how that character dies. Wes had a way. Of making shit scary. That's just what he did. And watching those movies, you still kind of get on the edge of your seat a little bit. You know, especially the opening scene with Drew Barrymore. That is fucking intense. And uh, even Scream 3, which has been the black sheep of the franchise till now, um, was always everybody's (laughs) like... Oh, you know that—that's not—that's my least favorite. But there's still memorable shit with that movie. There's things that I can still remember. Like eh, that was actually pretty cool. Or yeah, the story's weird, but there's this and this and this. And I just can't—I—I I can't walk out of the theater. Or even now, just thinking about the new Scream, that I can remember that I'm like, dude, that was fucking awesome. Like I'll—I'll I'll remember that. There's really nothing or whole characters, yeah, in my or case. Char- yeah. It's just nothing. Halloween kills. I fucking you know obviously Halloween's my favorite movie ever as far as horror goes and so i was I had high hopes for this i was kind of let down in a sense as far as some of the acting was kind of cringe you know the evil dice tonight you know some of the overacting with michael hall and even some of the other char- the characters the uh, likable characters i thought judy greer wasn't that good her acting was kind of yeah so. she's a karen her name's karen she's always I complaining it. Yeah. so it fucking fits
2: also but, uh what's her name jamie lee curtis it seemed like they only had her contracted for, like, a weekend. So yeah. they're like, we're going to film all your scenes in this hospital room, get you in and out. Get you in and out,
0: yeah. But after watching a couple more times, it's kind of like we guys to saying earlier, like, we've never seen Michael Myers this pissed off, this unleashed, and just killing everybody, which you guys know, I'm the gore whore, so I'm, like, all about that. But, like... Onlyfans.com slash gore <laughs> Overall, there's a lot to, to Halloween Kills that... I still think about where, I mean, dude, that was amazing. The music during that part hit just right where she's like, come and get me, motherfucker, and he walks to the the top of the stairs and as soon as he takes a step off to the next step, the music hits and, you know, like, all right, he's fucking going for her. Like, dude, there's things like that. Put put it away. Freddie told you to put it away. Sorry, it pops up. I don't have a zipper. It just pops out. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, it's obvious which movie I'm picking, but I, I just feel like. It's night and day, you know, which one you can talk about in 10 years and which one you can't. Yeah,
2: I'm going to piggyback on what you said because I think the same thing. Uh, I think you hit it on a good Scream, Five Cream, whatever the hell you want to call it. I'm just like, okay, like that was a movie. But Halloween, even though I kind of dogged it, it still has memorable stuff. Like, dude, I think the um, early on when he kills the two old people. You know, and, and you see that shot of the woman's face as she's, like, bleeding out with a tube coming out of her neck and the camera turns around and it's just Michael Myers slowly stabbing the dude to death. Even though he's dead, but he just, like, keeps taking all their knives out of the, the knife mag- magnet strip. And, like, that that is scary. Yeah. There's a lot of scenes that, to me, are more memorable, like you said, and I agree. It's just, it's a better, it's a better, like... Overall movie, I think it's a better... Even though it's got its flaws, but what movie doesn't? Uh, but it has more memorable scenes. I think it's it's better written. Um, I just... like I like the messages trying to get across more than what Five Cream is. Um, I just wish it did it better, like mm. more subtext, yeah. like yeah. Freddie was saying. But I agree. I think Halloween Kills is way more memorable than... Five cream will be. I just think Five cream's forgettable.
0: Yeah,
2: freppy.
1: The only reason Halloween Kills edges out is because of Little John and Big John.
0: They were fucking great, weren't they? They
1: (laughs) Well, it's funny (laughs) you say that because, like,
2: like you were saying about that's so
1: Danny McBride.
2: It's like it 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 is serious at times. Halloween Kills, but it does like play with it, like. Of, like the big dude is called little John right. and the, like that part's funny. Yeah. Same yeah. thing within Halloween, 2018, right. the yeah. little kid and the babysitter. And he's like, Oh shit. Like, I mean, you know, <laughs> like it, 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 ha- it does enough to like lighten the mood. Right. And like you guys said, five creams is like, okay, he's dead. Yeah. Cool. Right.
0: And yeah. like big John and little John, they were so wholesome and real. Like I legit felt like, you know, like, Hey, they're, they live next door. Like I know them. We talk whenever we go to the mailbox and I, I just, it's like what Freddy's saying man they just i feel like they're the most likable characters and i was bummed when they died <laughs> yeah. fucking gouges fucking yeah. eyeballs out that's, you know
2: and it's speaking of that, that's another point of the movie where i was like you know when they're like someone knocking the back door someone knocking the front door oh the back door's open fucking might just be like just walk out of the house bro <laughs> yeah no he yeah. takes his robe off he gets a yeah, little it, knife a little it, tiny paring <laughs> knife and he's like i am am i'ma I'm kill this guy <laughs>
1: And I think that's what David Gordon Green does good in the sequel is like, he's not trying to emulate John Carpenter. He's obviously influenced by him, but he's also putting his own spin on it, you know, Yeah. which I think the guys from Scream 5, it's like, well, let's do what John Car- what uh, Wes Craven would do. And it's like, no, like you need to have your own voice too, because your influence will shine through your work subconsciously, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, so Halloween Kills for me.
2: There you go, folks. That is a clean sweep. So here at the Versus Horror Podcast, we are certifying Halloween Kills as a see it and a five cream as a leave it. Hey, that's kind of cool. I just made that up. Yeah, oh, well, maybe I'll stick with that know. on this reboot. <laughs> just like us, we don't want to keep the same stuff from the old thing. We're making new stuff. So there you go. Um, so there That wins the battle Of the Lego sequels re, re, Reboot or I don't know Whatever you yeah. really want to call them um, So next week Or next episode I should say I think we're gonna try Two weeks Every two weeks um, Next episode We're gonna put Two Paranormal movies together Moving outside Of the slasher genre uh, Brandon What two movies
0: Are we gonna watch? I think this is Our first time If I'm Well actually no We've done Ouija and stuff Going into the, the paranormal realm that's something that we haven't done a lot of and I'm giving you back I'm giving you background music. We are going to do watching, loving, comparing paranormal activity and insidious. Ooh, spooky. It's very spooky. And I have a great paranormal activity story. I have two of them actually.
2: Now paranormal, acti- per- paranormal activity. Paranormal activity uh was huge when it came out i yeah. remember it was like a big sensation so much so that i didn't see it uh and then <laughs> insidious i heard it was pretty good too both movies i haven't seen so i'm excited uh yeah should be should be fun
0: let's fucking go lfg um
2: anything else you boys want to say before we head out uh freddie
1: glad to be back glad to be back and uh I
0: hopefully know. me too we're
1: back on a regular schedule.
2: Let's go. I'm down. Let's go. I'm in it, Brandon. Anything else you I've, want to plug your OnlyFans? I
0: fucking missed you guys. I'm just saying. I I, I know I've talked to you guys, dude. But put doing your this, dick away. I'm sorry. I <laughs> I look at that hair, dude. And it just comes out. I can't control it. It's got a mind of its own. Um, that could be a horror movie we can film. Yeah. A mind of its own. Yeah. What your dick? Yeah.
2: I think they did that in the latest <laughs> Jackass movie. Well, Frank
0: Henenlotter did it in a movie called Brain Damage. So. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, i fucking missed you guys and
2: Grinder onlyFans, you want to plug it?
0: I actually I stopped getting responses.
2: Well, because we weren't doing episodes so, now you're gonna your inbox, your DMs are gonna be slid into my OnlyFans. And COVID like, happened.
1: That's why you weren't getting responses because COVID Yeah, happened. that's true. True. <laughs> OnlyFans.com
2: right. slash Gorehor. Gore Follow us on, uh, well, I don't know. If you're listening to this on Facebook, you probably click to the website. we got a sick website, which I developed right before we stopped recording. So that's been there, but still there. Lethalhobo.com, L-E-T-H-A-L-H-O-B-O.com. You can find all our episodes there and all our past episodes if you want to listen to them. There's 20 of them, uh, but this one starts anew. Uh, So check us out there and check us out next time where we talk about paranormal activity and insidious. Until next time, boys. I just realized... I'm sorry. I just said next time like four times. It's Rust. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, Until next time, boys. uh, Signing off. We'll see you in the graveyard. See you. This is...